0: Yeah, well, fuck. Let's hit the intro and uh, roll this beast out of the hangar.
1: Can we talk? Can we talk to the intro?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where's my hat?
1: <laughs> Greetings, listeners. Does this sound like you? You don't know what to watch next. Mindlessly scrolling down one streaming service, then another, then another, and another. Only to end up watching the same episodes of The Office you've seen a thousand times. Not to worry, we here at the Half Ass Podcast Network got you covered. Because we here, we also don't what the fuck we're watching next. Our next movie is always a mystery, always unknown. It's always to be determined. That's right, we let to be determine what we watch next, and you should too. Support so your beverages, pop your popcorn, and come along on a journey with us, where our destinations are always to be determined. Welcome to the first episode of our brand new podcast here on the Half-Ass Podcast Network, To Be Determined. I, of course, am your host, Justin the Pump King, and joining me on this journey is my co-host, Drinks of Ron. Ron, thanks for going on this journey of Mystery of Me. What were we sipping on tonight, Ron?
0: So since we're uh, watching some movies from my youth, uh, I thought what could be better than a hop in the Wayback Machine, and I got me a jolly good soda, and uh, we're going to be cracking into a few of those as the night goes on.
1: I have no idea what a jolly good soda is, but it sounds like a jolly good time.
0: It is. It's a local local beverage, uh, my Wisconsin region. And they were on sale. So I loaded up. It would take me back to the eighties. Sipping on a soda, watch a shitty movie.
1: It's the life back in the day. It's life back the- it's life
0: going on right now. It's true. So we uh, we're rolling out the new pod, and uh, our intro pretty much explains it. But what do you say? Since it's the first episode, uh, we you explain it to me like I'm super high and need it uh, a dumbed down,
1: or sound like you need to do drugs about it. Is that <laughs> is that how you want me to explain it to you?
0: Yeah, explain <laughs> it like I got super high. We all know that didn't actually happen, but you know, just pretend like I'm I'm, I'm baked and explain it so that even the the highest among us can understand well
1: ron like many people i definitely have trouble picking what i want to watch next there's always too many options i'm always confused and again like the intro said i do probably end up watching the office or friends something i've seen a thousand times so i was like wouldn't a podcast be great where people just get to talk about movies but they don't know what movie they're going to be watching till the very last second because we're letting someone else do that picking of a movie for us and what we're choosing to use <laughs> as a device is 2 recommendations so based off our oh, algorithms man. and our recommendations we will put them in the wheel of unfortunate spin the wheel okay. and then see what movie comes up that we will be watching next <laughs> however for the first episode yeah. we wanted to cheat a little bit and we picked movies we were familiar with or really wanted to reconnect with so we actually had to handpick this one but for now on It'll be the wheel of fortune of Tubi's uh, suggestions that we will be watching movies based
0: on. Okay, so so I hear you say movies. So that means uh, we're not doing any TV shows, just just movies.
1: No, um, I know Tubi likes to throw in their own shows in there on their suggestions based okay. off our our browsing history. Yeah, I'm sure that's what that is. So, not you so pushing something cool. on us. So we just want to stick to the movies, uh, because again, there's too many things to filter through that to be things we should watch that they made themselves.
0: So right. just strictly so, yeah. movies. So no Red Dwarf or Red Green <laughs> or Red Fox and, and no documentaries, because my list is like 60% uh, crazy documentaries. Because I mean, you watch no. one thing on Bigfoot and then the next thing you know, <laughs> it's... we'll 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 stick to movies right now
1: maybe when this uh podcast keeps growing and possibly sponsored by said uh person we'll we'll go into movies or uh documentaries and tv shows but let's just keep it simple and movies let's do that
0: once we finish watching all the movies on tubi we'll move on to hollow moon and bigfoot documentaries and i will have you covered because i've (laughs) apparently uh we fall asleep and it keeps rolling and yeah it's and that's when sure. Bigfoot
1: actually comes out. That's because you fell asleep. You're watching for him. He, if, you, he just happened to be there when you fell asleep. That's how it works. At least the blurred images say so. At least, right?
0: He's just blurred. That's the thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just, just the blur. No, so, no. Nope. Okay, that, that's what we're not we're not gonna call it Bigfoot anymore. It's just the blur.
0: Yeah, the blurry creature. So we're rolling with the what the al- algorithm uh, pitches at us. Okay.
1: Or is Don Cheadle and and LeBron James saying Space Jam 2, Al G Rhythm? Now, again, this might be my idea for the podcast, but I've noticed you've been on this train before you even thought of this podcast because you have a great segment on Twitter. Not saying the other word because I refuse to say the other word for what Twitter is. Mm -hmm. You have a great segment on Twitter called Shitty Movie Sundays. And to be fair to our sponsor, not sponsor, Tubi's pretty synonymous with shitty movies. Mm. So this seems to be up your alley. So what was your algorithm telling you and what did you decide on?
0: Well, that's that's really, that, that's really what kind of blew me away when you pitched this idea. It's like, dude, I've been watching shitty movies that Tubi's recommending to me for months. Um, yeah, downtime this summer. I was scouring Tubi for movies that fit my categories. I also did cult classics, which there's some pretty good ones on there. Or uh, if they were bad enough, then they qualified for shitty movie Sunday when I'd sit around and get baked and watch a shitty movie every Sunday. Um, so I'd give them a 140 character review on Twitter, which, as you know, doesn't really give you much. So they're they're pretty cryptic. I actually had to rewatch this movie, even though I've <laughs> yeah. already done it, because I'm like, what what is this fucking note? What is Santa Claus? What does that mean? So I'm hoping that watching those movies tailored the algorithm to more like that. But I have a sneaking suspicion that that's just going to take them out of my suggested viewing, only to be replaced with some irredeemable garbage that doesn't even have camp value. That's that's my worry. (laughs) But but that's where the wheel of unfortunate comes in. So I'm locked and loaded. I'll take it as it comes. I'll I'll deal with it.
1: So you rewatched a shitty movie Sunday special because you couldn't remember based off, again, what drug you did about it or didn't do about it. And yeah. you're being cryptic with 140 <laughs> characters. So what shitty movie Sunday to get, got the,
0: uh, be <laughs> rewind, uh, treatment here. Well, that actually takes us back. I believe it's 1984 night of the comet. Did you ever wonder what it would be like to be one of the last people on Earth? We're talking ghost town. Who would you see? There's nobody. I mean, there's nobody. Ah! What would you do? Hey, I'm sorry. if The end of the world makes me a little nervous. Where would you go? The stars are up ahead. We'll get ready to find out because the comet is coming into your orbit. The legal drinking age is now 10, but. You will need ID. Let's be real. It's the night of the comet. What do you give me if I come back? Texas. Night of the Comet.
1: I'll be taking requests from all you teenage comet zombies.
0: The night the teenagers ruled the world. Yeah! Night of the Comet. The burden of civilization is on us. Fiction, isn't it? Forward! Want to spoil this thing in case you know my description is so good that somebody wants to watch it so that's kind of how i'm going to approach this as well i'm going to really hit the first half hour uh pretty specifically and, and give you a lot of the major plot points and then for the remainder of the movie i'm just going to hit bullet points and try not to spoil anything just in case you want to get super baked and circle back and watch night of the Comet. So, Night of the Comet, 1984, kind of a sci-fi. There's a touch of comedy to it. Uh, the voiceover comes in the beginning, gives us some exposition. Um, really, they really lay it out for you. But that gives, way, uh, or that gives us exposition about the whole comet's backstory and mentions some things that you're going to want to know down the road. So the exposition gives way to a B-roll montage of just average everyday Americans partying. Uh, it's really <laughs> short but it's worth watching a floor. Shime shoes makes an appearance warmed my heart. Um, so we open with our hero and she is a movie theater usher and she's playing an arcade game, but she's trying to get every high score on the machine. So, Oh, and- so we got a little uh, break from the, the norm
1: here. It's a female hero. And we got a female nerd who's beating is playing video games. And that.
0: She wants all 10 of those high scores. So I wonder uh, yeah. if
1: I wonder if that was uh where uh Stranger Things got their um plot point with the one girl in uh beating everyone's high score
0: maybe maybe because uh, I'm not sure how classic this is if it would have made my cult classic list but uh but it's it's hitting some notes for me so I said it's so 80s but wait a minute who is this DMK dude he took one of her spots on the high score that dick Well, she doesn't have time to worry about that because she is now calling home and talking to her stereotypical 1980s younger sister. Big hair, spandex fluorescent aerobic wear, this chick is checking all the boxes. She's even being super snarky to her stepmom in her attempt to help her older sister stay out all night on this, the Night of the Comet. Ah, ah, He said it! He said it! But she gets the taste slapped out of her mouth by her super stereotypical 1980s bitch of a stepmom. That's what you get for having back talk in a time when you can still slap the shit out of your kids. Hot damn. She slaps the stepmom back and gets immediately taken down with a stiff right hand. Sugar Ray Leonard would tip his cap to that punch. Is that a reference 80s enough?
1: (laughs) I want to bounce those things like Sugar Ray Leonard.
0: (laughs) So our hero is partially successful and she will actually be able to stay out for part of the night. Tonight, the night of the Comet. So now we find out that the reason that she wants to stay out is that she's going to bang the projector guy in the projector room, Uh, a projector room, which, by the way, they make very clear is made of steel. Is this some kind of foreshadowing? Who could possibly say? So next, the comet shows up symbolized by red and pink sky with some very 1980s effects uh, going on underneath them. Uh, Now we get our eerie montage showing no humanity present under this red sky. Totally 80s potluck, complete with styrofoam plate. But what's this? All these piles of clothes on the ground filled with what looks to be some sort of red sand. My God, the comet has turned everyone to sand! So the projector guy is uh, hes getting ready. To, it's the next morning. He's getting ready to take off on his motorcycle to find a movie that he had lent out. Um, and he's leaving our hero behind in the projector room. Don't I even get an Egg McMuffin, she says? Oh man, what a totally 80s reference. Oh shit, our man does not get far before a zombie bludgeons his skull to mush with a goddamn Stilson wrench. Wait a minute, the comet turns people into dust and into zombies? Okay, all right. Well anyway, our badass hero escapes the zombie and she takes off on the motorcycle under the red sky. We find out that her sister actually slept in a shed after having her tooth knocked loose by that bitch, Doris. So add a God super damn. horny. Yeah, Doris fucking lets her have it, man. <laughs> Takes her out. So, in a uh, goddamn shed. <laughs> yeah, she slept out there. She will not deal with Doris's shit. Slept in the shed. So now we add a super horny 1980s younger sister to the mix, and we have all the ingredients we need for an absolute banger.
1: Uh, future callback here you have the horny step or horny younger sister in this movie i have mm-hmm. the horny younger brother in my movie
0: oh so so spot on also um, an 80s staple oh totally 80s so let's see what do we have here some gloriously shitty 1980s special effects uh we've got arcade games we've got the old school pepsi can and a goddamn boom box it's amazing wait is it on someone's shoulder No, it's on the counter. And get this, the radio's still going. So that means the DJ must be alive. So let's go there and find out. Oh, wait, it's only pre-taped radio banter. There's no DJ, but the upshot is here. We make radio station base camp. So that's that's a nice touch, because this is a prime location for a radio booth. A giant open room that has echo and provides no blocking for external sound perfect booth they they did this to a t must have really called in somebody to uh ask how radio works so is this they really spend the budget <laughs> yeah they, they really did it nice i mean there's some neon in there but it's just a giant open room with like a microphone and some tapes it's like oh yeah yeah that's how we do it it's nothing like a big open room uh holy shit a new person has shown up are they a friend or a foe Ah, uh, now we get uh, some uh, borderline racist shit from our hero nice touch for the 80s stuff there oh the younger sister decides to open the mic and play dj holy shit someone is calling the hit line uh it's the aforementioned scientists in the desert that i didn't tell you about from that exposition in the beginning they've been preparing for this comet. this is where we get our mary warrenov appearance we'll come back to that later uh the girls have uzi shooting practice now because these chicks are military brats and know their weaponry the jealous horny younger sister asks, "Did you make it with him last night?" And the sister says, "Who who the only other fucking person there was three <laughs> of you the two of you the, uh, who 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 did the, the fucking other guy so that that's make it one. is such an eighties ass fucking term. Oh, did you make it last night? Oh dude, and they use it like six times too uh, that you term kind of make gets me it in the time. Oh, and it kills me. It's like somebody from the fifties wrote these scripts in the eighties. We're going to make it it. in the projector booth again. Like, Oh (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Yeah. So it's the only other fucking person there. You fucking dolt. So uh, speaking of said person, great value. Eric Estrada splits from the group, which is a bad idea. Always stick together. Holy shit. There's a zombie kid. That's a nice touch. And then Santa? What the fuck is going on? We've got a Santa. Okay. Well, from there, we've got a plot twist. Oh, and then a major misdirection. But next on the list, an 80s shopping scene. Oh, man, that 80s fashion. Wait a minute. Are they playing a cover version of a song that was actually a current hit at the time? Uh, We'll come back to this at the end, too. Ah, damn. Santa callback. There's another one. All right, so we're we're almost to the end here. Uh, what what do we need to know? Does the sister survive long enough to get a younger to get horny younger sister payoff? Uh, I don't know, uh, but we do get an arcade game callback, so uh, keep on the lookout for that. The ending scene is absolutely fantastic, ties it all together, and adds the perfect amount of humor. Uh, no titties in this one. And this movie hits every note for me. It, there's so many 1980s tropes that it actually plays like a spoof. This movie could have come out in 2004, mocking the 80s. It was done to perfection. Um, yeah. So, so I guess at the end of this, we uh, we rate these guys, huh? So, uh, what what is the scale uh, that we're rating on?
1: Well, Rotten Tomatoes likes to use the whole popcorn format uh, oh. for their like their Rotten Mater. It's got a nice little popcorn next to it. So, what else do you do at the movie theater? You Eat popcorn. You watch movies. You eat popcorn. So we're gonna rate on the popcorn scale, and we got a couple sizes here to tell you how good this movie is. The smaller size, the worse the movie. And the bigger the size, the bigger the movie. Huh. We got, you know, small kitty popcorn.
0: Small popcorn. We got
1: medium. The medium popcorn. Large. Large popcorn. And then we got jumbo with the refills, baby. Large popcorn. And
0: popcorn with extra salt
1: and butter If it's a real shit movie you're eating that stale ass popcorn off the floor
0: Old stale popcorn scraped up off the floor Not worth it All right well that uh <clears throat> I can work with that So let's see here Uh this movie actually started as a small for me but then it went to a medium and by the end this some bitch finished as a large Whoa! I uh, was totally shocked. Like I said, I was going in uh, not expecting much, but uh, it was it was great for me. I said it hit every note. Uh, I think a lot of it playing on the Halley's Comet uh, craze of the time. So that was very right. timely. Uh, like I said, uh, Mary Warrenov, she's in a lot of these shitty movies I watch. She's kind of like a classic. She's in, I believe, Death Race. Um, eating Raul. she just got this weird uh, kind of uh, niche where she's uh, that she fills (laughs) with these movies and uh, she's great. And the movie, uh, the the song that I mentioned earlier, they actually play a cover version of girls. Just want to have fun while they're in the closed shopping mall. So I had to do the math. This movie came out in 84 Uh, Cindy Lauper's version of the song, which is a cover came out in 84. So I haven't been able to figure out <laughs> if they had planned on using this in the movie and then that song became a hit. I I can't do the math on this. I don't know. Chicken or egg situation here. Yeah, the song was written, came out originally in 1979. So it was already five years old. Like Maybe they were going to use it. It just, it really threw me off. I've never heard anything like a cover song of a current hit, of a current hit. It's... It's mind boggling.
1: That is uh some inception in a way, kind of stuff. Like I would just Which yeah. one's reality? Which one's the dream?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I never did figure it out. That timeline is so close that uh it's it's almost it's almost too close. Like it would have been, I guess you could sandwich that song in at the very end during editing, but that seems it almost seems like you would have had to have that planned out in 83 or something as you're as you're putting the movie together. So I can't tell. I don't know. That's one of the big fun things for me. I left the end purposely vague. There's a whole lot of shit that goes on at the end that I'm not telling you about. You got you to gotta watch it for yourself.
1: I'm intrigued. Like zombies hitting people who have wrenches. You got a goddamn Stilson wrench. <laughs>
0: fucking bludgeons his skull to mush in the first 10 minutes and i'm like uh we are off and running
1: you got good old child abuse which is popular as <laughs> i mean mm-hmm. it's just you got me you got me going here
0: <laughs> military daddy is away so that bitch doris is banging the neighbor guy that's what actually got her punch she uh made some comment about you know putting her hands down chuck's pants or something and doris wasn't having none of that just boom. she was trying to get his chucky Stiff fucking right and down she goes into the big console TV. It was just a, it was a golf clap moment in time for me. It just, I said, maybe it won't play as well to somebody who's not my age, but the, just fucking the boombox. I was, yes. Old school Pepsi can. Oh, goddamn. A good use of a Sunday afternoon for me.
1: <laughs> Sounds like it was a good use of whatever time it was that
0: rewatched this shit too. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, my Twitter notes are super cryptic, so it'd just be like Santa? Question mark. Santa, Santa again? Question mark. Honestly, I didn't do uh, any better on describing it this time, but that's purposeful. I want to just go see what how the fuck Santa makes his way into this, and in the video game callback, it's said that the ending scene really pushed it up a level for me. They ended it beautifully.
1: That sounds amazing, yeah. I Definitely, I'm intrigued. I, I I do enjoy the good '80s tropes, which is why I kind of picked my movie too. That we're about to do next. Um. So, spoiler <clears> alert <throat> here: I reached out to the star of the movie that I oh to join us on this p- podcast journey, but uh, spoiler alert: she is not coming on.
0: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine why you wouldn't want to go up on a podcast that was created five minutes ago, but <laughs> <laughs> worth a shot. I'll tell you. Right. Yeah. I
1: mean, yeah. You got, shoot or shoot, man. That's all I learned. Right. So I went with the 1985 uh, comedy romance movie that I grew up just loving, even though I wasn't even born yet when this came out. And given the subject matter of this movie should not have been watching at five six or seven years old whenever i was watching this (laughs) and that is of course i'm talking about just one of the guys
0: terry's a girl who wanted to be taken seriously I am going to be a reporter. But her body kept getting in the way. Pretty girl, you could be a model. Sometimes I just wish I were a guy. But no, you don't. The male body needs sex at all times. It's a living hell. So to prove to the men in her life she had a mind, oh, Terry decided to try life as a guy. How do I look? Dashing. My zipper's open. That was the dashing part.
1: What a fox. Dresses like Elvis Costello.
0: Looks like the Karate Kid. I'm gonna get him. Today's woman has the freedom to be just as sick and perverted as us guys. She learned their secrets. I have surprise jock inspections three times a week. A word to the wise. And dated their women. Yeah, but I got this one rule. I never go out with girls who say bitch. Now the question is... What's going on? Wait. Gets better. Can a girl tell the boy she loves? Terry's such a stallion. Go on, show me, Harry Chest. She's not the man. He thinks she is. Wait a minute, are those what I think they are? Yep, it's one of a kind. My bro, just one of the guys. Just confused. Of course you're confused. You're wearing my underwear. Oh, okay. Do you remember this movie, Ron? I remember it coming out. I never actually watched the whole thing, but uh, uh, I do. I have seen bits and pieces. So this will be interesting for me. I'm actually, so, other than the premise, I'm in the dark.
1: I have a very fond memory of this movie. That's why I wanted to pick it. I had a fond memory of it. And Raya wanted to get uh, this person on the podcast. And that will be revealed later in this uh, review. But I have a very fond memory of what this movie means to me, so this took me back. I don't remember anything else besides this one fond memory. I gotta say, 80s movies starting off with a banger of a song, when it's just B-roll montage footage of the streets, or the neighborhood, or people going to school Hell yeah. whatever song they throw in there is always a banger like bring that shit back in movies like we need mm-hmm. more of that like just a certified hit show some montage reel just do it just yeah. lead off a movie with that it's perfect
0: 80s knew how to start a movie man
1: <laughs>
0: no pretenses um, just here's so, your fucking beginning
1: exactly we're gonna get you hyped to get in this yep. movie we're out of the bet. So basic general plot of this movie is about a girl thinking she wasn't taken seriously because she's a girl and not a guy. Um, So she feels like if she dresses like a guy and becomes a guy, she'll be taken more seriously. Um, I don't see
0: how that's relevant right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or or it would be made right now. That's for sure. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And that
0: sounds kind of familiar.
1: Right. uh, uh, and so she go, switches high schools and, you know, because every person knows that if you really have really short hair, you're a guy and you have mm-hmm. a long hair, you're a girl. So right. she cuts her hair really short and she becomes a guy and just lowers her clearly soft feminine voice to a little bit deeper level and she's a guy. And not one person bats an eye at her, like, perfect eyel- eyeliner. Not eyeliner, but, like, the just the makeup is, like, perfect on her, even as a guy. Like, yeah, this is a very, very... <laughs> Attractive, boy, girl. <laughs> she's a um, hot dude. So, she doesn't win the contest to be on intern the Sun Tribune. So she uh-huh. she writes about nutrition in schools lunches. So she's kind of a little ahead of her time actually. Back in eighty five,
0: I'm saying this thing sounded futuristic, man. I and mean, shit sounded relevant.
1: Um. So when she questions a teacher, he goes, "You're a pretty girl. You could be a model." So like you don't need to have brains essentially. You don't need to be right. taken seriously. Just be just be a piece of ass, right? And right. Like and right after that, she hears <clears throat> him talking to another teacher, like talking about some female student telling her what she was wearing and they she'd flunk her so she can stick around for one more year. I'm like, this whole movie again problematic as shit. Like he's gonna have two older men talking about flunking a girl to keep her around to look at. <laughs> like ah uh, the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> they don't they did not pull punches in the 80s. Um like I said, this has a yeah, dorky literally.
0: That bitch Doris knocked her out in my movie. It's...
1: So that again, I mentioned this has the dorky younger kid brother who's always horny. Uh, uh his oh, name is Buddy, which again, Bud, you know, Mary with children. Perfect. Bud was a popular perfect 80s name, just perfect.
0: Mm.
1: And like they show a shot of him plastering Playboy inserts on his wall. And it's like, it's such a 20th century thing. No one's posting like You got you got poor on your phone now. You don't need to post pictures. On, but like, I think he's supposed to be 15 <laughs> in the movie. So this kid, he's probably 23, 24, or whatever. Because <laughs> <in real life.
0: laughs>
1: that's what you did in the 80s. You put 30 right. year olds. If it, I mean, okay. what, what was... Uh, they got uh, freckles Travol- and red
0: hair. What was 12. John
1: Travolta? John Travolta playing a 17 year old. was like 29 years old.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Mr. Kyle. So <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs>
1: it's um, so, like one of the questions she asked him at one point, like this lot, this movie is full one-liners. And like, again, just based off of the memory loan, it's sort of a small popcorn. You can see as these quotes go on, how's this, how's this going to increase my popcorn size? She, she asked her brother, can not you think anything more profound than getting laid to which he questions a blow job? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> um, like I said, when she posed to her guy, she she comes in, and I was like, "Oh, this girl looks like Ralph Mount Ralph Machio now." And then, when you know it, guess who's a school bully? William Zapka. good oh. old jo- Johnny Lawrence himself. Man. There's some there's some trivia at the end. I do want to get into this, but like, this movie's '84, Karate Kids '85. So he was, this is, that was
0: his wheelhouse, man. This is
1: what's considered the uh, William Zapka bully era. It, like I looked <laughs> right. it up. Like <laughs> having a moment. um so when uh she's acting like a guy with her brother and he's like you gotta scratch your balls and she's like maybe my balls don't itch to which he replies again all balls itch it's a fact (laughs) it is i can attest to that it is a fucking fact indeed
0: Uh, i googled it just now it's it it holds so i have a question for you
1: ron because i'm not too familiar with 80s bathrooms in high schools um did they not have doors on the stalls we always did
0: I, uh, that's yeah i
1: feel that's like you new. always see that it's either all stalled up or no doors in the stall like in the 80s movies like it's either or so i, I don't know if it's like a regional thing because like uh, at least every bathroom i've been into in my days there was a door in the stall so yeah. i didn't know if that was like a whole thing with like the drugs of the 80s like so the principles wouldn't just come in you could like hide the doors because i didn't know
0: Meanwhile, well, and that's what I have heard places taking doors off for that reason. So it's that that does make some sense, but like, hey, you kids are taking the doors off so you're not shooting smack on lunch break. Like, they were smoking, <laughs> your door doesn't help that exactly. Is he smoking? <laughs> I can't tell. There's a door.
1: So, here's the movie, should be over. Not even 30 minutes, actually, it's about 30 minutes to the movie. Like I said, she transferred to another school, she turns in the same paper. Like she got all the same classes essentially that she got in her old school, just a random transfer on a Friday night. She goes to school Monday, got everything she wanted. Yeah, just not even like apparently Move it was really in efficient in the eighties, really efficient yeah. in the eighties. Yeah. Just um, have another
0: one in there. Yep.
1: <laughs> um. So she turns the same paper in as a guy. And when you know it, she still didn't get the internship in this, oh. in this school. Oh, That's what I'm, so it, it foils our purpose, right? This movie should yeah. be over. No, there's still 60 more minutes left to go. To this movie, <laughs> there's more to come.
0: Oh, yeah. At that point, is an experiment over? I'm going back home, and i transfer back in as a chick because I didn't, I didn't get it anyway.
1: Exactly. So, anyway, she stays on for this subject for. To really prove her point here, so she has to go. She has to be in the gym. She goes to the gym class. Were jock straps really that big of a thing in the eighties? I only used them for cups for playing baseball. That's all I ever used a jock strap for.
0: Yeah, I, that's a that is a huge eighties movie trope. I. I I don't know when I first even encountered one, but yeah, the '80s make it look like they're just fucking everywhere. Just exactly back, back up that dump truck full of jock straps. We got to replenish the bin. Like that. They're, they're, what's the
1: classic line? You're not you're not good enough to wash my jock or whatever. Like 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 stalking shit in the basketball court. Like or hold my jock or whatever it is. Um, Revenge of the Nerds is a classic
0: jock scene,
1: right? So what I was getting at you, you said um, like. You know, jocks were jock straps were apparently a big huge in the eighties. Were pedophile teachers a thing in the eighties <laughs> too? Because the next question, wow, look at the jock straps. He goes, I jock inspection. I have jock inspection three days a week. So you're just pulling down kids' pants in school? What it
0: like? Just making sure you got a jock straps, son. This not not weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> just maintain eye contact, or you fail. <laughs> Oh man. i I'm, uh, I'm you're not making me uh sorry that I missed this movie in the eighties.
1: One of the girls in the next scene is looking at her, well, him, and he's like she's like, What a fox dresses like Elvis Costello, looks like the karate kid. Message reference <laughs> I thought this was before. No, this was after. Sorry, I oh, had the, oh, the ideas oh, wrong. This is after. Okay. But I made the point that I was like, so she also, he looks at the Karate Kid. So Daniel Larusso exists in this lifetime, in this life, this you know, this timeline, but clearly Johnny Lawrence doesn't. <laughs> but spoiler alert, in the trivia Zapka wasn't um, cast it when they made that line. Then he was cast it, and they're like, well, oh. it'd be so meta if we're using this line because there was a hit yeah. movie before that. So, I guess this is because references. This is yeah. technically Karate Kid part one and a half leads up to Karate <laughs> Kid, too. I'm guessing. Like, this is <laughs> Johnny that yeah. switched schools a little bit in Arizona because, you know, There's, he was a school bully. Yeah. Now he's back in, you know, uh, where uh, California, where, where, where do they, where does he stay? Where does he live? Nah.
0: Reseda or
1: whatever. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, there's
0: there's no, you know, our bully looks an awful lot like the bully in that movie. It's, <laughs> wow. Coincidence. So I am aware of that movie. So that means I know what he looks like.
1: So as they go into his brother's room again, at one point, I notice they're not just showing tits on the Playboy centerfolds. They're showing full frontal to which I right. responded. Wait, this movie's PG-13. It's <laughs> a whole different level I guess cuz they don't use the word fuck. Hmm. Um because there's a lot of tits
0: and full frontal for a PG13. Yeah, I think that bush really buys you a lot. It's uh, <laughs> like well, it's kind of like it's almost like a generic pixeling. It's like <laughs> wow, well, I know what's under there, but I guess I can't see it. So <laughs> PG13. <laughs> Oh, um, the 80s. So they magical. can
1: chalk it up to anatomy class and just it's educational.
0: So <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> since it's anatomically correct and you can't really see anything. So there you go. Um another trope, again, a lot of these movies we did we did tropes. And this one is a big trope in the eighties. The classic beer can that was gray, the blue stripe, and just said beer.
0: Beer? Oh, I love it. So Love
1: again, that. I looked I looked more into this in the trivia. Apparently, this was a real product in the nineteen eighties that was mm-hmm. like popular for like a low cost or like like national sluggish economy. And it was for people looking to get a good buzz at, on a cheap. So apparently yeah. there was just a generic beer
0: <laughs> out there. Steel reserves granddaddy. That's <laughs> what that is. Yeah, I remember my buddy had a can. He had a bunch of beer cans in his basement. And one of them I always said, I want to drink that, man black can or white can black letters beer like we're not spending any extra money on any of that other shit like ink um, get the fuck out of here we're gonna pass them savings on to you is
1: so they should they show like this whole entire thing about her posing as a guy so she got she got to drink beer she got to be manly so she got oh, used the word brewski yeah. which again brewski <laughs> another 80s term like people <clears throat> aren't you calling beers brewskis but like that was masculine back in the 80s. Oh. Hey, yeah. give me a brewski. Give me a brewski.
0: Yeah, masculine as balls, man.
1: Um, so they're still trying to figure out if she should keep on going with this bet to herself that if she was a man she'd be taken seriously. And she's talking to Bud again. And like all Bud is can think about is sex. He's so upset that <laughs> his parents have been so the reason why she can do this as well is like her parents have been gone for two weeks. They're coming back on Saturday or whatever Sunday. And Bud's like, I've been planning on having endless sex since mom, when mom and dad left and then give myself an hour of rest right before they get here to collect my thoughts. <laughs> and I'm like, you're yeah. a virgin 15 uh, and way too creepy with every girl you touch. Yeah. <laughs> you're going yeah. to stay that way for a very long time. Spoiler alert. He does not stay that way for a very long time.
0: <laughs> like, like creepy Urkel.
1: Um, so they end up going to prom together. Uh, her and her friends and Johnny Lawrence's girlfriend is now dating. Uh, <laughs> like real, real, like for like a minute dating the, uh, the guy protagonist in this movie who uh, the girl becomes best friends with, but like is falling in love with him. But she doesn't know she's, a, he doesn't know she's a girl, but he's like, no, you're my best friend. You're my bro. You're my brewski bro
0: but like so many fought, Terry's
1: falling in love with her. Um, so they go to the prom, the perfect. And I mean, the perfect eighties band is playing at this prom red jacket, yellow jacket, blue jacket, green jacket, pink jacket, all half sleeves rolled up, all spiked up hair of the long oh. mullet, the one electronic symbol in the middle of the drum set, like oh. it is perfect eighties band. Perfect thing to play at your, um, prom. Like you are
0: bringing me back on board.
1: I mean, I and they're all having this prom, right? Again, they're in California. Well, first of all, they're in Arizona, but they go to a beach club, which I don't know very many beach clubs in Arizona. Wait, since the movie's filmed, I guess they're saying they're in California, but (laughs) it's definitely filmed in Arizona. So they go to this prom, it's on a beach club, having a prom. With 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds on a beach resort or beach, like, first of all, that is some fancy-ass shit. And some, it's a bold move, Cotton, because that's a lot of sand, a lot of water you're getting near with people possibly drinking. That's not, that's a bold move. It's going to get messy out there and it does get messy cuz Terry's boyfriend who's actually her real boyfriend doesn't know Terry's a dude right now shows uh, up at the prom cuz Bud rats him out cuz he's like I got to see this I got to see what's going on he's oh going to reveal to no. he's going to reveal to her some shit right <clears throat> and there's the big reveal there's some other words like and I have to spoil this part because this is my nostalgia part this is where i come back to where it's like i fell in love with this movie because
0: like I said, yeah, Terry's boyfriend ahead, shows up. Go, go, go ahead. I'm not gonna watch it. Terry's
1: <laughs> boyfriend shows up, right? He's like, no, I'm her boyfriend. They're like, what? That's a dude, man. Gay. Ooh, what? Like they all like, they all, ooh, <laughs> and ah, I'm like, oh my God, there's a there's a gay mm. couple, and like, they're like, oh, freaking mm. out. Which again, the guy mm. she's falling in love with doesn't know she's a girl, is like, what? No, we're just friends. But then they're like they're like, just it's called confusing. So she pulls him aside. She's like, I'm a dude, and she's like, "No, you're." Right, I'm a girl. She's like, "No, no, you're not. You're not a girl." She's like, "What do I have to do to prove it to you?" Well, what, what does she have it. to do? There's only one way to prove it, and there's a trivia note on this tables? one. Tables, yeah. And there's a trivia note on this. She rips open her shirt, to which he goes, "Where do you get off having tits?" <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and that's um,
1: why it's an amazing movie to me because this is the first time I saw tits in my uh, life.
0: That's fair. That's not going to land the same way for me. So I yeah,
1: I yeah. saw them at five or six or seven or however <laughs> old I was watching this movie on cable TV, and I was seeing tits on screen <laughs> well done. again. Oh, I didn't recognize that... didn't recognize the playboys when I was that young. But all I remember in my mind right. was that her ripping her shirt open and saying, "Where do you get off
0: having tits? Like <laughs> you can't be that." What a great so. line! Yeah, wow. If nothing else, tonight has really, really uh, changed my outlook on the 80s. I really I feel like I lived in golden times now.
1: So right, right, so again, she reveals herself. He gets all pissed off. Like, oh, you lied to me and tries to leave. She follows him. She kisses him. And was like, ooh, again, gay <laughs> kiss. It's the 80s. You're gay. Get out of my face. Yeah. But then he's like, no. <laughs> he goes like, it's okay, everyone. He has tits. <laughs> <laughs> again this movie got on growing wow. and growing i me. How, how much i loved it and all right so wow. ending is generic 80s ending you know whatever uh so i won't spoil that part of the ending but i think you can figure out how this ends uh but i just had to reveal the spoiler alert of the end because that's again, too good when you only remember a movie from one line and it's the first time you saw boobs, you're going to remember this with, with a great passion. And again, I wanted to have this actress on to tell her how much I appreciate this movie. And that her, she was my first pair of tits I
0: ever saw. And that <laughs> is probably exactly why she turned this down. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing this for the seventh time. <laughs> so
1: speaking of this, she has, she she was, I read some trivia. She was resilient. She didn't want to do it, but she was resilient about it. But like she re- she was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to show my, you know, she don't show myself. She had a no nudity clause in her contract. Hmm. So the director convinced her there's only no there was only one other way to do it. Like there was only one way to do it. They had really get drive it home. Like, you mean everyone in the audience who's seen that she's a girl, and now so they know she's a girl. So yeah. we don't need to see her tits. We know yeah. it. Because there's a shot of her there's a shot of her in the bikini in the middle of the movie. Like, oh my god, she's clearly got a stacked body. So there's only one way. Just you know she's a girl, you saw it, and then all you gotta do is show her from behind, and you know what he's looking at, because we know what she's got. Right. However, I was like, Oh, this is gratuitous, tits, right? Like you just put in tits because you can, it's the eighties, it's an early nineties. You can do it. But it's a woman director. Is it misogynistic? that she did this (laughs) Hmm. or mixed
0: emotions
1: right or is this an artistic saying like women can show their self too or is it just like yeah this is just the reveal
0: (laughs) like no i want this movie to do better and and the statistics say titties yeah and think about it this is a pg-13 movie there's a lot of tits in this movie yeah that's amazing now that you say it
1: and this is Entertainment Weekly's number 48 movie in top 50 high school movies. <laughs> Made the top 50.
0: Wow, that's a <laughs> just, low fucking bar, apparently. Really high I'm school gonna, movies. But I'm trying man. to think like
1: there's 50 high school movies, but then I'm like, there's other movies that are not like stoner comedies or high school movies. I guess. Like Varsity yeah. Blue is a high school movie. It's a high school football movie, even though they're yeah. again, they're all in 25 and in high school.
0: <laughs> Dazed and confused. Yeah, high school movie.
1: Again, that's stoner comedy. Super bad stoner comedy. Yeah? <laughs> like. But I guess I have to rate it. I'm kind of spoil that too. Um again, just start off as a small popcorn. Oh, just just oh, this out, oh, just doing alone and seeing boobies. The one liners from Bud, the one-liners. They keep growing. I want more and more popcorn. Give me it to me all. Give me the jumbo. I want it. More.
0: Holy, holy goddamn family size popcorn! With that-
1: wow yes it's a highly recommend movie now again a little bit of nostalgia hit with me because i saw my first boobs in this movie but it's a great movie a lot of funny one-liners a lot of if you want to if you like 80s movies great 80s tropes all around perfect perfect again a little misogynistic and homophobic but again an eighties trope.
0: like you couldn't do it you had to check all those boxes Right. Like, can we also be a little bit racist? We gotta, <laughs> uh, we give. You know what you think? I, you know what?
1: I don't recall seeing a black person in this movie. So, oh wow, there's the racism. I don't. Again, I don't remember. Not the full plot line. I was looking at was diversity, but apparently I should have been checking for diversity because I don't remember seeing it in this movie.
0: Wow. Well, to to drop the surprise upset. Uh, the very first zombie that bashes the guy's head to mush with a fucking Stilson wrench uh, is a brother. So, and he's a speaking zombie, which was. But he was also too. a trope too. The black guy always dies first. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and they're never clear. Like you're never like, how do you turn into a zombie? Like everybody else got turned to dust, just red piles of sand in shorts. And then there was a couple random zombies like. I think maybe they said they were like partially exposed like like he was in a brick building instead of steel. <laughs> so he's slowly it, it, it wasn't clear on the zombification and the dust I do
1: I do enjoy a good. Now, do they use the word zombies in this movie? Because apparently every zombie movie doesn't know zombies exist. Like when you That's watch The Walking question. Dead. No one realizes they're zombies, because apparently oh. in this universe, Dawn of the Dead didn't happen. Uh, Night of the Living <laughs> Dead didn't happen. Like right. I don't understand zombie movies at all, because they all yeah. exist in a planet where no zombie movies existed. Because yeah. they never bring up the word
0: zombie, like, ever. People all know the rules for killing these fuckers right out of the gate. You know, like, like a vampire thing. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I know what these are. Get a, get a steak. Like, uh, you guys know how this works.
1: Now I'm hoping there's more zombie movies on my recommendation list come future episodes.
0: <laughs> I am a little nervous about that. I, uh, there is some hot garbage on there, but like <laughs> you said, I think it's fair that we can avoid the things that Tubi uh, has created because I know for a fact they're putting that in all of our recommendations.
1: Yeah, it's not an algorithm thing. Right. <laughs> that's that's, hey, a, chain that's yeah. a chain of command thing. That's a chain of command thing.
0: Here's what we made. This is
1: my service. This is what you get.
0: <laughs> there was there was maybe I will include some of them just for the fuck of it, but uh, we'll see. It's still I early. did watch
1: one over the summer actually. Um, okay. back in like the whole Sharknado thing, like gets brought up every year in July because Sharknado is like the like. Fourth of July holiday movie, like event of the year, still every year on sci-fi or whatever. Right. Or Shark Week, all that stuff too. I was like, I like a good shark movie. Shark Attacks, Jaws, fucking love it. Deep Lucy, love it. So I was like, All right, I'll I'll see what's on here. And Tubi has a shark movie that was like specifically made. And I was like, All right, I'll watch mm. your Tubi Shark movie. And it was awful. Again, it's all just white people and of course one brother. Does yeah. he make it? Does he not? Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you get, sometimes you get away with it. Sometimes yeah. but it's like, same thing. All rich people fucking around thinking they can do stuff, you know, because they have money. And then, Oh, look, you're in the middle of the ocean. What are you going to do? All that money can't save you from that shark, Karen. That's right.
0: You don't care.
1: So, but again, I, I will again, stay away from them right now too, but Maybe later down the road, we'll throw them into our picks because they might actually meet our algorithm at this point.
0: <laughs> Do they yeah. really know me? I don't know. <laughs> uh, and, and that's what's going to be as interesting as anything to me about this little experiment is finding out what... Because like, uh, like I told you, I, I was doing them all summer. with was shitty movie Sunday and cult classics. So there's a very specific, I uh, like late 70s, a very early 80s sci-fi there's just a certain thing about the effects in that era where they're like yeah they're like innocent (laughs) and adorable and i love it right when they reuse them over and over because they costed money so it's like the same explosion i love it but like i said i have a very specific wheelhouse and it doesn't seem like they're populating my list with those movies so so i guess we'll find out as we go Uh, this algorithm changes Uh, based on holiday season or if we have any influence.
1: I think we should go into holidays with holiday movies. Click on holiday movies that they recommend and we'll
0: watch Jingle all the fucking way. Let's go Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) and (laughs) Sinbad. (laughs) Um, I um, like the really shitty ones so we'll have to do better. I think last year it was some Russo Finnish uh, version of uh, Hansel and Gretel. Uh, It was so bad it was it was amazing
1: yeah it's
0: kind of where i lean real bad
1: apparently i'm made for this but i don't think i go that bad all the time i do go (laughs) i do go lowbrow that's for sure but i don't go bad bad all the time but there's definitely a time where i'll pull up sharknado or yeah. Um
0: but those are a little self-aware with their badness yeah. which, which I don't it's cute at first but then that gets old like okay so and, you know you suck and right. you are just going to churn them like it it works once you get one And then, then there's the good the good
1: shit like where it's like this person's project is their first art project and like, you you want to support that like yeah it's shit you know you got to learn somewhere you got to start But then there's like the people who just don't know what they're doing and keep on putting out the same thing over and give again Where it's like all right Either you don't get it or you get it too much and you're taking too far. <laughs>
0: like, I love, uh, I love Ed Wood. So, I mean, hopefully the algorithm populates the list with some of those. I will gladly go rewatch the horror that is the Ed Wood collection. It's absolutely garbage, almost unwatchable. But uh, I-, I love it. I love it. And I'm going to love this
1: podcast, especially when it starts spitting out nostalgia things. And the reason why I know why this one was actually put in my mentions and my recommendations, it's because I watched a movie called Trojan War. And, it's, and I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's a movie of like in 2001 where Will Friedle, who is Cor- uh, Corey Matthews' older brother, Eric Matthews in Boy Meets World, uh-huh. is trying to sleep with a girl and he's got one condom and he left it back oh. at school and he has to go back and get the condom at school because he can't go to a grocery store apparently because he yeah. does because he was robbed though so there's a oh. whole you know yeah one thing <laughs> after another so oh. again movie tropes left and right they just swerved my or swerved my major movie tropes to the 80s and they went with one of the guys and i'm glad they did because it's right at my wheelhouse love it so i will <laughs> I will thank you, Trojan Wars, <laughs> for <our> Trojan War <laughs> for skewing my algorithm.
0: <laughs> so, so speaking of the upcoming movies, how are we doing that? Are we uh we're just gonna take the ones uh, I know. I sent you a list of some of my suggestions, and I believe you have one. uh But like you said, we're gonna let Tubi decide. So how do we do that?
1: Well, Ron, like I said, we when we do when we looked at it the first time for our suggestions, we could see it and we picked a nostalgia pick or you picked a movie you want to revisit. So we kind of we we picked it ourselves in. We didn't let Tubi pick it. And now it's impossible that Tubi pick it cuz it's not like Tubi has a shuffler which, you know, some apps would be do. Nice. Yeah. It would be nice. Uh so we have to go to our own uh method here and we have that called the wheel of Unfortune, where we're going to take the top 16 recommendations from Tubi we're gonna put it on a wheel, we're gonna spin that wheel, and that will be our selection for next movie. Uh so that way it really fully is randomized based off our algorithm. It's good good sample size of sixteen, good spin the wheel. I think we got our, our, our a fair sample, a fair shake, if you will, of what our next movie will be.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause they're not uh they're not all fucking winners in my list, I'll tell you that much. So <laughs>
1: so let's go to your list and let's spin that wheel of unfortunate and we'll see what your next movie is all right
0: no whammies no whammies <laughs> no whammies no whammies no whammies stop <laughs> oh shit oh oh shit. classic okay i will rewatch uh that one uh don't have a year on that offhand but uh speaking of 80s tropes uh, i have a feeling i'm going to be presenting a strong list of them to you but more specifically 80s horror movie tropes i will give you you will sir that much as a teaser nice very nice
1: and again we're leaving this a little vague here we want you to go on this journey with us so we want you to listen to everything we're saying here so follow along you'll find out what we're talking about later
0: yeah yeah.
1: And here's my list. I don't want any whammies neither. So, yeah, I, and there's, a, there's, some, there's, a, there's definitely a few whammies in this one.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Huh? I do not know what that is. So this will be interesting. It is a 2006
1: comedy starring okay. one and only Chevy Chase.
0: Ah, okay.
1: 2006 right. Chevy Chase, not as classic as Fletch 86 in that range Chevy Chase, but it's still it's still Chevy, yeah. and you know we're gonna have a guest on next week, so I can't forget about his pick that he has to watch for us on this.
0: Oh shit! And our
1: guest will be Hashi, who's another member of our Outsider Social Club podcast here on the Half Ass Podcast Network, uh, also host of Nostalgia Pit follow hashy but he's probably not gonna like it. we're gonna pick for him but let's get this uh wheel of unfortunate going All for right. him
0: crank it up i will throw in the obligatory no whammies no whammies for hashy but uh, uh, oh, uh... <laughs> he uh... is
1: getting the 1987 biopic drama that might have been a little bit too much of a teaser for you you might yeah. get it right away you're I age, didn't. Yeah, I didn't because that's when I was born, and I did not see this, so <laughs> I do not get this reference at all. So maybe you're a little bit of older and you get this reference. I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Hashi will get that as his next movie. Uh, so check that uh, out. Coming I also up. Also, haven't soon.
0: seen that, so that'll be interesting.
1: Yes, I haven't seen yours. I haven't seen mine. I haven't seen Hashi's. Oh, you haven't get, seen mine. Oh, I have not seen yours yet. No. I will be. I will be winning you over. And I need to send this real quick to you. I meant to send this to you earlier. This okay. is what I sent to my friend after I watched this movie. Like, I said yeah. I was horny again. The movie right. did for me what it did back 30 years ago, seeing that tit shot for the first time. Well, second time or whatever. How many times I saw that movie? But again, I don't know if I've only seen it one time, but when your first titty shot is in a movie, you're going to remember that movie. So... <laughs> could only have been one time I've seen that movie before prior to this, but I very, very, very vividly remember that scene. So maybe it was one time, or maybe it was a a thousand, but image etched into my brain forever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what I'm saying. That's not going to land that way for me. So I, I probably won't enjoy that movie as much you're listening to the half-assed podcast network did you know that